What's up, people? This is Adam Hunter. Hope you're doing well. Listen, I'm giving you another podcast today, okay? Only available on Rockfin, R-O-K-F-I-N. Go to rockfin.com forward slash Adam Hunter. Let everyone know how great these podcasts are. I will give you two, three, four, five. I'll give you as many as I can per week as humanly possible because I'm very excited that you guys are endorsing me. Thank you. It's only $10 a month and you get my stuff. You get Ben Askren stuff. You get Nick Diaz's stuff. You get um, Aaron Weinbaum stuff. You get all kinds of really cool stuff on Rockfin if you're a premium member and it's totally worth it and it's awesome and it helps out the content creators like myself and it helps and they, they really take care of us to help it so that I can put out this stuff. All right. So uh, it's awesome. I want to thank our sponsor, naturesoilsonline.com. Listen, a lot of people are hesitant to try hemp-derived CBD oil because they don't know where to start. There are so many different products and brands. It's, it's hard to know what's right for you. I, I know. I mean, I'm getting inundated every day. There's a new CBD stuff. What do I do? Which one? Which is good? Well, listen, this family-owned business not only provides the highest quality U.S.-grown hemp-derived CBD products, but they also give personal guidance. They care about you guys. They're not just giving it to you to make a sale. They actually want to know and make sure that you're taking it right. That's awesome, Okay. Their hemp is grown in the U.S. without the use of pesticides. It's mixed with organic MCT coconut oil. And each batch is third-party lab tested for potency and purity, and the results are posted on their website. Yes, you can check them out. They have a variety of products, including full-spectrum or whole-plant hemp oil extract, hemp-derived isolate tinctures, hemp and emu oil pain balm, which is what I need, and full-spectrum CBD dog chews. My dog is happy. He's like Air Bud now. He's jumping around. He's like a puppy all over again. All their products are available on www.naturesoilsonline.com and include free shipping within the continental U.S. You can call them directly or ask questions, to ask questions at 469-525-3131. And you can also place an order through them, 469-525-3131. And they're offering our listeners a 10% discount off their already reasonable prices. When calling or checking out online, enter or mention the discount code ADAM10. To get a 10% off your total purchase, okay? Just go to uh, naturesoilsonline.com, and uh, they're good people. Really, really good people. Also, Speedweed. Listen, marijuana is legal in California, and you should not have to leave your house to get it. No, you shouldn't have to. They will deliver it right to you. You get out of the, you go to the dispensary. It's a pain in the ass. You got gas. You got this. You got that. I have a little baby in my house. I got to put her in the, in the baby seat. She starts crying, and then I got to take – I'm not taking my kid to a dispensary. It's a pain in the ass. It's not good, okay? But they will take care of it. They will deliver it right to you at Speedweed. Go to Speedweed.com. Speedweed.com. They got the best marijuana. They got great CBD. They got THC, THC sex lube, whatever you need. They'll take it right to you. They have CBD gum, CBD coffee, CBD sparkling water, uh, marijuana water. Every, they got you covered, guys. They got you covered. So go to Speedweed.com. Mention Roasted. You get $10 off, $100 or more. Today we're going to talk to Elias Theodoro who is fighting on May 4th, as well as his little adorable Thai badass little fighter, B-Win, B-I-N-G-U-I-E-N. I think I pronounced it right, but she's awesome. She's a friend of mine. She's cool. She's hot, sexy, and she won her last fight in Ryzen by first-round stoppage a couple weeks ago. So I'm excited to talk to her. Let's talk to Elias right now. Tunis sons to hook him door put Tavas told and door put a I'm a jet trap, man. And you both don't know how to say. 
Hello, is this Elias Theodoro? Yes, it is, my man. What's up? How are you, man? I had I had Derek Brunson on two days ago. Now I got you. This is great. Oh, tremendous! How's it going? Uh, a little better now with me. Of, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, are, you, are you ready? May fourth, fighting in Canada, right? Hell yeah! May the fourth be with you as well, my friend. <laughs> uh, but I was really excited. Yeah, fighting uh, what's called in Ottawa, which is uh, our nation's capital. So really excited to uh, you know kick some ass on the home soil. How many times have you, have you, have you fought in Canada? Uh, now you're asking me to do the numbers thing. Um, <laughs> adding is not my thing. But right. uh, I, I say this will be my 20th professional fight. About 10 of them have been in Canada in general and five of those in the UFC. So about five UFC fights in Canada. And you've never lost in Canada, right? Never lost in Canada. Actually, the only places I have lost is in Vegas. So I've been lucky everywhere but Vegas. Nice. That's yeah, and those even those losses were very close losses. Those could have went your way. Yeah, it, it, and very close losses, and one of them was uh, to Tiago Santos, who was fighting John Jones for the belt. So you know, oops. How do you think that fight goes? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, John Jones is the greatest of all time in you know his ability, in his just dominance as a champion, in his obviously confidence. But um, Tiago's that, that wild card, you know what I mean? Um, he, he presses forward, uh, and obviously now not being depleted at 155 or 185, and he actually did 170 a couple times, I believe, as well, too. So not being depleted, um, he's an animal. Uh, like what we saw with him versus, uh, it, it, you know, any of his fights, they're chaos. And, uh, you know, and it, it makes it even more... Um, you know, it makes it more even uh, kind of a win in its own right. Obviously, I didn't uh, win against them. I lost the decision. But the fact that I was able to go to decision and be one of the only fighters or only fights that he's ever gone to uh, decision, win or lose, uh, you know, it really puts things in perspective. The guy hits like a fucking truck. And, um, you know, uh, if anyone can do it, possibly be him. Was that the hardest you ever been hit? Um, I think that like the, the hardest overall, like in regards to like just the collectively, like he just kicked, punched, kicked, punched everywhere, right? And even to the point where like um, after the fight, I like peed, I peed uh, what's called like not necessarily blood, but like it was dark because like obviously I like the bruise in my body and and whatnot was like leaking out. So yes, he hits hard. <laughs> wow, wow. Now your last fight, like you're one of those guys that everyone always picks you to lose. Everyone's always yeah. like. Every single fight, everyone's like, oh, Elias going to lose this fight. And I always tell these people, I said, listen, you don't understand. This dude's got cardio for days, and he's very awkward. He's, he's deceptively awkward and, and skillful, where he wins fights that you, it's hard to train for guys like you. No, I, I'd say there's, there's definitely something to that. Uh, you know, um, I, I think martial arts and you know, combat sports has a pattern. And one of the things that I think I've been successful at is making my pattern not a pattern. So um, people are able to understand body language throughout the fight. And, you know, obviously there's a preparation where, you know, there's certain tells, there's certain, you know, styles that everyone brings, and you plan for that. And I think the fact that there's not really much planning you can do with mine is a, a great uh, tool in my toolbox. And like you said, I have uh, cardio for days, and I think this is even, like, this camp was even better than the camps before it, and I'm looking forward to come back even stronger and even more confident. I think Darren Brunson pre presents a you know a great task 
a hand. He's a, he's a tough individual. He's going to try my try to knock my block off, but I'm going to show him the difference between chess and checkers. Now, are you training over at TriStar? Yes, yes, I am. Have you been training with GSP at all? Yeah, well, he, you know, what better uh, person to start off as, uh, what's it called, your instructor every single Monday. He's like the coach uh, for the whole pro team on um, on Mondays and a couple of days of the week. Uh, you know, he may not be fighting anymore, but he's always learning and always uh, sharing his uh, knowledge of martial arts. And who better to have, you know, your wrestling classes uh, in the morning uh, than the best, uh, one of the best wrestlers to ever do it. Now, last time uh, I saw you, you, well, I know actually before that, you always have this little guy with you who looks like Ben Shapiro. He's like this little nerdy guy, <laughs> but he like is a wizard when it comes to combat sports. Yes. He like he like is one of these guys Lachlan. that like shout out to <laughs> Yeah, kind of like if you had like a superhero would have like a little nerdy friend that like tells him what to do. Where you be the superhero, but the nerdy friend is like the guy playing the key. Like I don't think he ever fought himself. Or maybe he does jujitsu. But he, but he just, he's just an idiot savant when it comes to fighting. Do you still have that guy in your corner? <laughs> well, he's a, he's almost like a, he's almost the smartest guy in the room uh, in any capacity, no matter what the conversation is. Lachlan's a very interesting cat, and uh, I've uh, had him in my corner as a coach and as a friend for many years. And uh, you know, he's a very interesting cat, like I said. And whether it's you know whether it's talking jujitsu, talking MMA in general. Uh, talking abstract art or you know politics of any country, uh, he's got a he's got a grasp on a lot of things, and it's uh, he's actually here. Um, we're uh, I'm in Montreal right now, and uh, tomorrow I don't know if you know this is 4:20, and uh, for my people, um, uh, what's it called? It is a national holiday, so nice. there's actually a hash uh, what's it called a hash seminar that we're all going to, and Lachlan's uh, a part of it and uh, setting it all up. It's a it's a quite famous, actually, um, uh, it's a quite famous, um, uh, like, hash expert, master. Um, his name's Frenchie Cannoli. Uh, it's going to be a really cool event, so I'm really excited to go to it. But, uh, yeah, speaking of the devil, Lachlan's in town, um, and it's uh, always a great time to have him around. Yeah, if I were Brunson, I would kidnap that guy. Cause I feel like yeah, exactly. Well, anyone. Because <laughs> anyone. <laughs> I, I feel like you're going to lose your powers if you don't have that guy with you. Like, you don't even ah, like... It's like, yes. Yes, it's not physically Samson. Like, my power isn't really my hair. It's just the guy next to me. <laughs> now, I, I asked him if it would be like the WWE where a loser shaves his head match. Um, he said he wouldn't want to see you with a bald head. but No one would. Yeah. <laughs> but would you be open to doing that or no? No, because he doesn't have hair. What, what do I get out of this? That's a good point. I'm just going to win. Uh, I'm going to win and then uh, be eighth in the world and then uh, take it from there. Hair and all. Now, how, how much weed are you smoking? Well, I uh, vaporize, right? So, like, all truth and be told, I have what's called bilateral neuropathic pain. So, I basically have nerve damage in my upper extremities. And I use cannabis uh, to medicate in regards to pain management. So, again, instead of using the traditional medicine, the first line medicines like opioids or, you know, um, antidepressants or SSRIs or any of the other heavy duty drugs, I'm being forced currently to take, uh, I uh, opt out to use medical cannabis instead because in Canada, um, healthcare is a fundamental right. So I am fundamentally uh, bestowed the right to medicate as chosen by my medical doctor. So that's something I'm fighting for not only 
obviously fighting someone like Brunson uh, May 4th, um, which I'm really excited for. But I'm also continuing my fight for a therapeutic use exemption um, that will allow me to medicate, as mentioned, and uh, as prescribed by my medical doctor. And, um, you know, I hope in this will set precedent not only for myself, but all other athletes to medicate as they should choose and as their own medical uh, practitioner should choose. I love it. Well, listen, as a guy who smokes weed too and takes CBD, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, definitely, uh, especially CBD, because it seems like after I, I do train, I take CBD and I feel a lot better, like instantly. So Yeah, well, again, one, one important thing to understand with CBDs, whether it's CBD, THC, they're all cannabinoids, right? And we have cannabinoid receptors. We have cannabinoid receptors in our body that they already have, they already know that we have. And the best way to describe that, think of your spine as the, the highway for the information in your body. And all the different exits are literally just that, the exits of the information that are going through your nervous system. And when there is a crash or um, any type of blockage, that's usually in the aspect of anti-inflammatory or sorry, inflammatory properties, right? So cannabis is actually, because again, we have cannabinoid receptors in our body. So we can actually recept the, uh, the cannabis and actually sh- put it, um, our body actually puts it in the uh, affected areas and uses the anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, and that's what the whole process of cannabis is. And again, the fact that we have ca- uh, cannabinoid receptors is the reason why we can't actually overdose from cannabis. In order to actually overdose from cannabis, you have to actually smoke two and a half times your body weight. So I'm currently sitting at 210. I'd have to smoke 204, uh, 220, sorry, 420 pounds of uh, cannabis in order to have an over, a quote-unquote overdose, whereas something like uh, an opioid or a painkiller or something like that, they hack the system. We don't actually have those receptors. They are actually just hacking our serotonin, hacking our uh, dopamine, et cetera, et cetera, and forcing our body in a direction rather than what cannabis does. And it just illustrates the difference between the first-line medicines that pharmaceuticals push down our throats versus something like uh, cannabis or CBD that's a much more natural choice. Got it, got it. So you're, you're walking around two tens. So you got to lose 25 pounds in two weeks? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. Uh, what's it called? I, uh, it, it's no different than every single time that I've fought. Uh, my body just knows what's up. Um, I'm basically like anywhere between 210 and 208. I kind of like woke up at 208 this morning. Um, and then once you hit under 210, the body starts understanding, and then it'll start chipping away uh, just because, again, uh, I'm starting to pull a little bit of the carbohydrates. Once I get about 205, my body knows the deal. Once I'm at uh, just under 200, uh, when I wake, start waking up at 199, it really knows the deal, and then it's just the light at the end of the tunnel. That's Dude, I don't, I don't miss those days at all. I used to lose 25 pounds. Yeah, fair enough. 20 pounds a week in wrestling in high school and college. That was the worst. Uh, I, but I mean, I guess you have three weeks to do it, but that's hard. It's really but, hard. But like you said, but like you said, I have my Lachlan in my corner, so he'll be doing the uh, heavy lifting. <laughs> right, of course. Now, being a ring boy in Invicta, you know, you know yes, what kind sir, of sucks. Mark included. <laughs> yeah, you know what kind of sucks is that you have you have a girlfriend still or no, a fiance? Yes, I do. Yep, pretty much. Yep, both, if you will. Now that's got to take the fun out of being a ring boy because I would assume if you're a ring boy, you could just go up there. Hold up a number, look in the crowd, see what girls are looking at you, and then boom, you know, that Kansas City that night, you're going to have fun. But having yeah, a girlfriend. No, Sorry, go on. But having a girlfriend or a fiance, doesn't that kind of ruin it? Well, uh, yes and no. It depends on what your prerogative is. In some ways, 
you know, I'm looking at it as a, you know, a business opportunity to differentiate myself as a professional fighter and professional ring card holder um, for Invicta. And I also, um, I also have the pleasure of uh, working at BTC and uh, MFL as well. So I'm actually the ring card holder for quite a few promotions. Oh, so wow. again, um, uh, with that being said, uh, I own the trademark, um, and I, um, you know, I, I'm having fun with it always. I have the best seats in the house as a, as a professional fighter and fan first. And, you know, I've gotten to know the whole Invicta team as well, and they're amazing people. And I, I, I love having uh, the opportunity to watch uh, the sport that I love, uh, in, you know, front and center and take part of it in, uh, in, you know, my own way. And obviously, you know, even beyond that and even beyond myself in, in general, I always try to bring uh, nothing but, I always try to add, not subtract from a great night of fights. And what I mean by that is uh, nothing but respect. And uh, I am, you know, there to support the the athletes and my fellow ring card holders in the uh, the profession. And I would be nothing more than a gentleman. And, uh, you know, do me. Oh, dude, Definitely, this is, definitely this is calendars com- in the is, work. This is complete. Uh, and there dude, will, uh, there is- will be uh, actually an uh, open captain for other fighters if they want to join join the calling and be on, uh, you know, on account themselves. Who wouldn't love to see a, uh, you know, black beast for July? <laughs> Elias, you're so full of shit, man. When I, when I met you, you were like banging so many bachelorettes. You, you, were, a, you were a wild man. Okay. You were being like hooking up with three, four girls a night and threesomes. And now you're like, I own the trademark and this is all for the, the betterment of mankind. What is this nonsense? Come on, man. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> hey, uh, what's called best of both worlds? Uh, what can I say? You have your fun, and then you know. I've had my fun. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Now, but now, when you're up there, are are any girls whistling at you, or any guys getting mad at you? Yeah. Fair enough. No. Actually, it's funny. Sometimes, um, like I get, like in many ways, I get like a, a large, like a larger um, reaction because it's different, right? Right. So, especially if there's a couple of drinks going through, um, the ladies in the crowd definitely roar. And there's been a couple of times where. Like a couple guys will like, you know, with, you know, their liquid courage will start booing and the <laughs> girls will cheer even louder and louder. <laughs> and uh, what's it called? May or may not uh, keep uh, requesting for me to drop the pants too. But, you know, I keep it classy. Oh, girls are always saying, show us your dick? <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh. But uh, what's it called? Uh, more or less, uh, what's it called? A little more is always, you know, if less is more, I think much more is what, is what they're trying to imply. But, um, you know, it's nothing more than uh, it's a good time of fun. And, again, um, it's, it's a great, uh, great experience to be a part of a great night of fights. And it's always a, a pleasure to have the, the best seat in the house and to do something that, you know, I, in many ways, with, um, you know, the, the great team uh, that helped put together, um, uh, put together the whole, you know, coming together in the event, the event itself in regards to Invicta, but also my team, that I have that is help you know helped put together the Invicta uh, not the Invicta but the Ring Boy uh, almost uh, what's called video itself. Um, I was able to do something that I never thought in my wildest dreams would uh, kind of become what it is, and you know couldn't be more proud about it, and couldn't be more excited uh, for many uh, as many Invicta appearances and parts in the future. Because I now I I asked Brunson I said if he loses to a Ring Boy. Is it gonna be? Ah! Is it gonna be hard, like in like the hood, when he goes to the barbershop? shop, yeah. and uh, 
He said he said maybe. He actually said that that might be a real thing. So uh, Brian Brooks is an interesting cat. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, definitely, it's been. I, I'm I'm big into understanding as much as I can about my opponent. So um, you know, it's one of those things where um, you know it, it, it was interesting to just hear what he says and hear you know kind of see how he you know presents himself as a fighter and and, and beyond. And uh, I'm really excited to fight him. Uh, but no, I totally understand why I would suck getting your ass kicked by a ring boy. Yeah, both past and present. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Well, listen, Elias. Thanks for taking the time to be on the podcast. May fourth. Uh, I can't wait to watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of both you guys. Uh, you guys are both awesome. It's going to be a great fight, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of you, man. You're, I've watched you grow. Like I said, like when I met you, you weren't engaged. You were this wild man guy. You were on the, <laughs> on, on the cover of romance <laughs> novels. And, but uh, you know. no, man, it's been, it's been great. Um, obviously, you know, I just celebrated my uh, fifth year in the UFC and looking for at least five more. So really excited for uh, what, the tr- what the future entails. But in the meantime, may the fourth be with you, too. Nice. Well, keep up the great work. Have a good weekend. Thanks, brother. Take Always a pleasure, man. Always. Hello, is this B? Hello, how are you? Finally speaking to you. I know. How's it going? I am good. It's good. I just landed. I just can't get away from flights these days. Yeah, you were in, uh, you were in Japan, right? I was not in Japan. I just came from Nila. Hold on one second. Sure. Um... You were calling. I feel like I interrupted a conversation. Okay, so, yeah, I just came from Manila last week. Right, okay, yeah. And you got a huge win over in Rising. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. Was this your first first round stoppage? I'm sorry? Was this the first time you won in the first round by uh, stoppage? Uh, yeah, this is my first round finish. Nice. I mean, that must have, I mean, that's got to feel good. It was, it was crazy. I mean, um, the, uh, I mean, it just was, I didn't think it was over. I was still ready to go, but he, when he, he said it was over, I was a little in shock. I don't know if you saw my reaction. It was a little, I was like, oh my God, it's done. All right, let's do this. I was a little in shock. I know, I was super proud of you. That, that whole card was, was very intense. It was a huge Ryzen card. Uh, and it was, that, was, that was an awesome card. Just to, to be, to be a part a good of. Card. I, I thought that um, I didn't know how well it was going to do because the Tokyo card prior was so big that I was worried about the car, but um, there were so many knockouts, so many freaking fight of the centuries on our car. So it was amazing. Well, congratulations. Um, now, did everyone there thought think that you were Filipino? Yeah, everybody thought. I was, when I was in Thailand, everybody spoke Thai to me. When I was in Manila, everybody spoke Tagalog to me, but I, kinda, I speak a little Tagalog because I studied it in high school. And what exactly are you? I'm sorry. And what what nationality are you? I know you're American, but before that, <laughs> I'm Vietnamese. Yeah, I'm Vietnamese ah, American. Vietnamese, yes, yes. Yeah. You're very very adorable, by the way. Every time I see you, you're always with the karate hottie, and you two yeah. together are just like you guys look like sisters. And you're, you're... I actually just landed in Albuquerque to surprise her. She has no idea I'm here. Oh really? You're gonna surprise her? Yeah, I'm just gonna show up at her door, and uh, yeah. Well, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, you look good. I was, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of you just mounting this girl, just punching her in the face. I mean, you, you MMA has not come easy for you. You know, you've had some ups no. and downs and was this a way for you to kind of just let it all out? Yeah, I think that, I think that, um, it's been, it's been a weird, it's been a weird ride for me. 
uh, a lot of emotional roller coasters. And the last year, especially, was so rough for me in my MMA career and my personal life. But now I think that I'm to the point where I never felt so relaxed in my life in fight week. Like, I was so relaxed. I was just having fun, um, just taking it all in. So I think you're gonna. I think this is the new me. I think we will be 2.0. Um, I'm not feeling any pressures. I'm just having fun. It's, it's, now, it's why was it so crazy with your personal life and this last year? What happened? Um, my dad passed away, and um, yeah, it was just that was rougher on me than I than I thought. You know, I'm kind of the type of person that's like when when shit happens, you just kind of I roll with the punches and I, I keep it moving. So I kind of did that with my dad passing. But um, it showed in my career, obviously, with the losses and losing the world championship belt in that fashion also. Um, obviously, it showed that I, uh, I didn't mourn like I should have. So I took the time off after the last King of the Cage match, and, uh, and I it did wonders. Now, what happened on Survivor? Did you win Survivor? Did you lose? What place did you come in? <laughs> no, I didn't win Survivor. I'm not a millionaire, to tell you. Uh, <laughs> It was, uh, what happened on Survivor was so bizarre. Um, so I tore my MCL two months before Survivor. Went on Survivor, I was like so adamant. I had so much pride in the physical challenges and, and uh, my tribe that I was on. They just, they, they relied on me physically a lot on the challenges and uh, I got hurt. I um, sprained my MCL and I chose to leave because I didn't want to injure myself again. Good. Because I value my career, you know? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, you're a very attractive girl. Uh, very very sweet. Very fun. I remember I seeing you at the hey, dive bar. Adam. No, no, you are. You're, you're adorable. You're an adorable little girl. Um, you know, uh, which, was, which, was, which is good. <laughs> this is, uh, and, um, I, and I always see you with the karate hottie. You guys are always together. Uh, I feel uh -huh. like you're like her like wing girl, but like she's married. Uh -huh. So, you know, you guys are always together. Uh, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Do you have a boyfriend now or no? No, I'm single. How are you? Yeah, single? I've been single for like sh sh I've been single for like four years, five years. No, okay, why? I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I date, I, I try, but my career is, I don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm busy. I, I'm busy. I travel a lot, and uh, I'm not settling, you know. So, I, come on, all right, no, now I guess I don't prioritize it. I mean, are you, are you on Tinder or Bumble or do you, you, go, you go on dates? <laughs> you know what's funny about Tinder? I have, a, I have a story about that. So I never wanted to go on Tinder, right? I was like, nah, I'm sad. I, I won't go on Tinder. They just hook up. I'm not doing that. And then um, I finally broke down like three weeks ago and I was like, forget it. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to make a profile. I go sign up to Tinder. Then I find out I got banned for um, fraudulent like identity theft or something. So apparently I'm banned from Tinder because people have been stealing my pictures off online and making a bunch of profiles. Oh my god. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with a phone in my hand in a very vulnerable state and I'm like, but I am who I am. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So no Tinder no for me. <laughs> that is so funny. And I don't plan on calling them and defeating it. I think this is not meant to be. I guess. I, yeah, might as well. Now you're one and one against the crazy Asian. Do you want a rematch against uh, her? That'd be great. That'd be cool. I'm, I'm not hell bent over it. I'm just um, there's so many more people to fight. Yeah. But 
at that I had had uh, in the King of Cage, I had two rematches in both the world titles because we're, we don't have that many girls at our size in the promotion at that time to fight. But now, being at one, there's so many women to fight at high caliber, and um, yeah, so I, I'm not I'm not crazy about it. So if it comes up, I'll, I'm definitely down. Have, have they offered you another fight in one or no? I'm sorry. Have they offered you another fight in, in one? Have they uh, said to you? Well, um, they, we are actually. It's a really big fight for me. It's uh, we're bringing MMA to my home country in Vietnam. Well, not MMA. We're bringing on one show, so it, it will be a kickboxing show in Vietnam, um, because MMA is not yet legal in my home country. But we're gonna do everything we can to bring a show to Vietnam, so I can represent, and uh, that's that's exactly what one is. Is, is working on right now so nice. we're looking at september in vietnam wow that's amazing how's your kickboxing yeah it's good i i want to get back to it you know i started in muay thai i had 11 amateur muay thai fights around 11 12 i don't know but um i'm, I'm excited to get back to it it'll be a good time now where did you grow up i uh from vietnam i i I, I was born in Vietnam, then we went to Oakland, California, and then I spent most of my life in Texas. In Texas. And, you, and your parents took you from Vietnam to Oakland? Because that was the most dangerous place they could think of? <laughs> it's not as dangerous as where we came from. But, um, yeah, it was actually um, San Jose first, and then we went to Oakland. But, yeah, the Bay Area. Why did they move? You know, the Asian, Me Asian Mecca. They moved from Vietnam? Yeah, how come? Um, we're uh, refugees, so my, my dad fought for the South in Vietnam, so we were just waiting for um, for approval to come to America, and we got the whole family, so. Wow. That's when we came. Yeah. And what do your parents think about you fighting? Um, my dad was all for it. He's been watching boxing for a long time. He was all for it. And my mom, is just she just prays for hours on end the fight week, and... Uh, I don't know. It's probably not ideal for her, you know, but now she knows how much I love it and uh, she just prays I win and doesn't get hurt. She's supportive. Oh, my. All right. So then, what, and how old were you when you moved from Oakland to uh, Texas? I was 15. And I moved by myself. It was crazy. You went, you went by yourself to Texas? Yeah, I just I just left home. I, I ran away from home and went to Texas. I had a friend in Texas. So. I'm always you... a brave, brave person. Not always worked out for me, but, uh, yeah, I just decided to leave home and ended up in Texas. Why'd you run away? Huh? Why did you run away? Um, I don't, I don't know. My teenagers run away. Um, I was lost and trying to find my way and wanted to do it by myself and uh, wanted to leave home. There was a lot of things going on, but I think mostly I was just looking for myself. So you, you didn't finish high school? I finished, I went to uh, Texas and like forged my own papers and like finished it in Texas. <laughs> wow, and who, who did you stay with? I stayed with a friend. The, the same friend I, I had when I went over. Wait, so you're in Oakland, you're mad at your parents, they're very, they're from Vietnam, they're very strict, you probably like become Americanized, <laughs> you're like drinking, you're <laughs> smoking weed, probably partying, you're like, fuck this, I'm no. out of here. I'm moving to Texas. No, no. Is that we what happened? Give you details because your imagination is like we should make a movie about that. It's not that interesting, I don't think. Um, no, I didn't. I wasn't smoking or drinking. I wasn't mad at my parents. I was just 
I was just like, what is the rest of the world about? And who am I and where do I belong? And I had this friend who was like, hey, you need to come check out Houston. And um, yeah, so I just went and then I never went back. And your parents were cool with that? Were you leaving the house at 15? No, of course not. They were upset. They didn't know why. They lost touch with me for a while. Um, yeah, of course not. Uh, no parents want to lose their kids, but they knew I was always brave and crazy. I've always been since I was little. You're also four foot eleven. You're a hundred pounds. This is. I mean, what kind of was it? Like some weird, creepy guy friend that was like, "Hey, get in my van," and you end up in Texas. No. Or, were you kidnapped? That was a girlfriend. It was a girlfriend. I was just, I just had where I was, and I went and fell in love with Houston and stayed. Wow. And I think too, like some, sometimes when you make mistakes, you know, um, it's hard to go back to it and face it, especially as a teenager. So. I just wanted to make it work where I was at and, and didn't want to come home until I had something good to present when I went home, you know? Which was a mistake, because then you find out later, you're like, shit, your parents love you anyway, but so, that's why I just stayed. I was like, I'm going to make this work. So when did you start fighting? I started fighting at 21 after I got out of a really abusive relationship. All right, so you meet a guy in Texas. He, 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 uh -huh. he beats you up. He's being an asshole. He's throwing you around. You're like, fuck that. I, I got to learn how to defend myself. You walk into a gym and take a, take a class? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just did a class. And then the, the trainer was like, damn, you're pretty good. You should train to fight. And then uh, a couple months later, I'm fighting, got addicted, and hasn't stopped ever since. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. And then how did you end up in Albuquerque? Um, I was actually in California, and I, I was looking for a... Uh, uh, a gym, like a MMA gym, and my friend uh, and and mentor at the time, Cub Swanson, was like, "You need to come check out Jackson's." Like I was just looking for a good fit, so he sent me to Jackson's, and he introduced me to Michelle, who was has been my idol forever in fighting. But uh, he introduced me and Michelle, and I just clicked. Like we were just like meant to be friends. And wow. The rest is history. This is crazy. This is all crazy. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's Your podcast is definitely not enough time. Now, why aren't you in the... Uh, I know you're in Rising, which is awesome, but I, I would think you would do well in that combate tournament with all those little angry Latin girls. Um, I was in King of the Cage, and like I wanted to go to combate because that Kira Batara girl yeah. wanted to fight me a bunch of times, but I was contracted with King of the Cage, and they just would not allow the fight to happen. They had like turf war action. I don't know. The owner of combate was like, no, she fights on our promotion if they want to fight and then King of the Cage was like no she so Kira's going to have to come over here if they want to fight and so it just never happened mm. um, and then now I'm in Asia and contracted so Got it. I, I don't know when that's ever going to happen but she definitely has wanted to fight me for a long time yeah Kira calls out all the girls She's, she wants to fight yeah she does does she have issues finding fights uh yeah, well, she's supposed to fight Angela Magana, and then Magana had a, got into a coma yeah. and just got out of the coma, which is good. Oh, yeah, that's right. Damn. I, I hope she's okay. She yeah, is. Yeah, Kira's, Kira's not my friend Paulina. Kira's a cocky little thing, <laughs> but she's really good, so she backs it up. But, yeah, she's, she's a cocky young girl. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they all don't like yeah. her. All those little um, girls from uh, San Diego don't, don't like Kira. I like Kira, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you got to be you got to be confident. Well, you know. So how old are you now? You're 30? Fuck you! I'm 29. All right, you're 29. You're in your yeah. Don't wish that on me. You're in your sexual peak. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're you're looking for you're looking for a man. And guys, by the way, if you guys, I, 
If you guys don't know, this is Killer huh? B. I'm talking to Killer B right now, by the way. She's she's yeah. kicking ass. She, she's four foot eleven, 105 pounds. You fight at 105? Uh, I'm I'm fighting at 115 now. And what do you walk around at? 130, 135. Yeah, you get a little bit, a little, a little doughy. Um, so uh, no, I'm kidding. She's a shit. I'm kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm Asian though. We have good legs, no abs. You do. You have thick legs. Like you could be like a running back mm -hmm. in like the NFL. I mean, you have like really like strong legs. Like damn. Um, like just think of Moana. Think of Mo as Moana. What's that? The cartoon. Oh, you, I, have, you have a kid now. You need to know these things. I, I will. I know. I know. I know. We need a baby. I don't know if my wife would let you babysit. I think you're like too cute. My wife would be like, uh, no. No, I'm a great babysitter. I'm like, I have baby fever like, since I was like 11. Well, next I'm time you're in LA, babysitter. if you need a place to stay, you could be our babysitter. We really, need, we, we really do need to get a good nanny. For real. For real. No, not like a creepy For way. sure. Um, now, I see you. You're with a picture on Instagram. You have like a bunch of little black girls. Running around you. Uh -huh. Are those? Uh -huh. Did you? Uh -huh. Did you and Hanato get together? Are, are those you and Hanato's kids? Or what happened? <laughs> did you say Hanato? Yeah, Hanato Laranja. I, I know you're his Hanato type. Slid into my DMs a few times. Oh, 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 oh! I've actually never met him in person. Uh, you guys would really hit it off. Trust me, you guys. But uh, I know he's would really. Would we? Yes, yes. Oh, hey, he's I see you training. You're also training with wrestling shoes on. That's pretty cool. How can you have wrestling shoes on? Who trains with wrestling shoes on? You. I'm, I'm, I'm like watching you kick uh, pads with wrestling shoes on. Oh, yeah. It was conditioning because we did wrestling also. It was a, it was a conditioning uh, uh, circuit that, that we did. Oh, that's badass. It was like fight simulation. Yeah, it was, it was sick. Thailand, Thailand was good. One of the best fight camps I've had. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at you in Thailand. I, I, that's, that's awesome. Huh? Now, uh, they, were, you, were you like a giant in Thailand? Were, people looking, were you like Shaq over there? No, but I, I had a lot of eye contact, which is not usual in America. I, I'm usually looking up to people, but I definitely got to look at people in their eyes. That uh, that felt good. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's kind of boring, though. Really? Why? And there's no bookstores. Hmm. There's no bookstores so, in Thailand? Really? No, there's no bookstores. They're like relaxed island lights, you know? And then, like, if you meet somebody, I'm, like, starting to talk about politics or I'll talk about... I don't know, um, social um, experiences or, or different philosophies, and they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we don't want to talk about that. Well, let's, 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 like, let's, I, I, yeah. I didn't really click with the island people. You know what I like about you, though, is that you're always wearing, like, you're, you're a very obviously attractive girl, but you're also classy. Like, my daughter, I want her to dress like you when she's older. Like, Because, like, Thanks. you do, like, you, you wear these, these shirts, so they're kind of revealing, like, they show your cleavage. But they're not like uh -huh. they're not pasties. You know what I'm saying? They're it's like you. Yeah, are, yeah. You know, it's it's actually kind of cool. Like it, it's like I, I think I think being conscious of that, being conscious of that, is like a is like a, a responsibility of mine. You know, I have so many people looking at me, but also it's more gratifying if you have a guy check you out and you're like fully clothed as opposed to otherwise. Yeah. No, that's like yeah. like even like the the uh, crasian, which I like, but like you could see every mm -hmm. you could see what you ate for breakfast and stuff. I mean, she's just like. <laughs> I forgot what kind of podcast I was getting on. No, You're I'm saying, I mean, <laughs> like, if she has a it's yeast true, infection, you know it from her pictures. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, which I'm not saying she does, yeah. but I'm saying if she did. But she, she, she's confident in her skin, and I'm confident in my clothes, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, to each his own. Right, 
Right. I'm just saying. It's because all me and her have had me and her have had quite a history. What, what? What's the history? Oh, you don't know? Well, I know you guys fought. Whole, tw- like, I know you guys fought twice. We, yeah, we fought twice, and then like we we were friends, and then she called me a backstabber because I took a fight against her, and it was this whole thing, and um. And then she sought me out in a really dramatic way for the second fight, and it was just—it was a whole thing. Mm. I, it was a lot. I'm surprised you didn't catch it. Ah, uh, I—I don't know. I—I I, I knew that I knew there was beef, but I didn't know exactly what it was about. You know? Yeah. I know you guys are yeah. both fun, cool, cool, cool little Asian girls. So. I, I like cool. <laughs> Has she been on your podcast? Yeah, she's been on a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. She's, she's cool. a funny one. She is. She's wild. She's hilarious. She's she's she's, but yeah, she's, she's crazy. Yeah, but she's nice. I I uh, I support you guys because you you guys back it up. You know, you guys are not just like yeah. You guys do the work. Yeah. I mean, I could I could see you. Yeah, yeah. You're always training. Always training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot, you know. Everybody, especially when I started fighting, everybody was like, ah, she's not gonna be good. Even girls, girl fighters are like, she's taking all these model pictures. She's more worried about looking good than being good. And I'm like, yeah, I got to really, really prove that wrong. Well, there's a picture with you and Tisha Torres. You guys are both in your bathing suits, hugging. Was this before <laughs> oh, yeah. she came out of the closet or after? Or did you notice? She- it was before. It was before. You know, she didn't even know she was in the closet. So everything happened really organically for Tisha. We've been friends forever, like right. before she went on to we were really close then before she went on test. And she dated one of my guy friends. And for Tisha, it was really like what you saw happening was exactly what happened. It wasn't like she was hiding it. Like she, she, had, she hadn't known she was gay for a while. And then she came out. She, it just happened. Right. Well, I mean, there's still yeah. hope for her to come back. So, you know. <laughs> you, you want her to come? Are you waiting on it? Uh, as long, no, as long as she's happy. I don't care what she is. I'm married. What, 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 what do I care? Uh, and, that's uh, right, that's right. Your wife is beautiful. Oh, thank you. I have yet to meet her, though. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll meet her. You'll meet her. Well, listen, yeah. B, yeah. you're awesome. Killer B, I'm a fan for life. Keep up the good work. <laughs> thank you. Hopefully one day you'll roast me. That's when I know I'll make it. I will. Yeah, coming that's up. when you know you made it. when Adam roasts you. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Thanks, B. Thanks for doing the podcast. <laughs> thank you so much. Take Traps on some 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 traps on